and obviously I'm a trans woman living in Nigeria, which is like, like it's, it's a crazy navigation. When we are going in desert, we walk for good six hours. My leg was trapped. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lay of the Land. Gangs of Lagos, Nigeria's first official Amazon Prime movie, has started several conversations. A key one is on the Aeon masquerades in Lagos. In the movie, Aeon were referred to as the first gang in Lagos and were depicted with guns, which some Aeon members took offense to. So to find out more about Aeon and what they do, I invited Mr. Ladipo Johnson, the current secretary of Aeon Adimu, onto the podcast. My name is Ladipo Johnson. I'm a legal practitioner and um, politician. Um, I um, care a great deal about our culture and tradition in Lagos and have participated in the Ayo Masquerade um, for a few years now. Um, I am currently the um, secretary of the Ayo Adimu um, which is the um, most senior um, of all the groups um, of the Ayo Masquerade in Lagos State, the Adam Wurisha. Thanks, sir. And we'll get into that and exactly what all of that means. And I think we should start from the very beginning here. What what exactly is Ayo? Is Ayo a secret society? No, it isn't. Um, AO is not a secret society. If not, you wouldn't have me here. I wouldn't identify. Um, but much like uh, many other clubs or groups or societies, um, you have to apply. You have to want to belong. You have to go there. Um, there are several families who have different groups. Um, there's a hierarchy of groups. And um, you, 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 the basic thing, I believe, is that you have to be Yoruba. Um, you have to, in most cases, understand the language because of the things that you have to understand and say and what have you. And um, so to that, to, to that extent, it isn't a secret society. But of course, it involves a lot of traditions and norms that have developed over the years. And um, it is because the, um, the part that people see um, involves the masquerades or the masqueraders or what have you, um, then people tend to say that, oh, it's a secret society, a secret cult, in the sense that it has, um, as I said, traditions and norms um, that might not be out there on the streets. Yes, it might be. But in the clandestine um, the clandestine interpretation, as it were, or the thoughts that it is a clandestine group involved in um, nefarious activities, it definitely is not. It isn't a secret society in that sense. 
Fair enough. And what are the other requirements? You mentioned that you have to be Yoruba, you have to be able to speak the language. Can a woman, for example, join no, it's, AO? Um, it's a it's for, for males. That's a bit sexist, isn't it? It isn't um, sexist in that way because women have um, a role that they play in the um, activities um, because AO involves a lot of things. It's not just um, the people or the men who are robed in white. It involves a lot of things. And it's basically a communal thing. It involves the entire community, people coming together. Um, the whole of the island, Lagos Island, is um, gay and happy and excited um, at such times where you have the play. Um, economic activities go up. Um, you have tourists visiting and what have you. So the women get involved as well. Um, I wouldn't say it's, it's not sexist, but it is um, what it is. Um, it connotes, it's like saying that the church is sexist, especially in Nigeria, for instance, or in Africa, because in the Orthodox churches, I mean, we don't have women as priests. Some do in the UK now and in America. You have homosexuals, you have females and what have you. But the Orthodox Church in Nigeria, in Africa, in some countries have not moved to that level. Understandable. So, yeah, in that context, I don't think we're sexist, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that open. We'll leave that open for yeah. debate. Um, do you have to be Lagosian from a Lagosian family to not, join Not necessarily. Um, I believe that we have other Yorubas from different um, um, Yoruba um, states and what have you who are involved. Um, but yes, most of the people you find, especially in the top hierarchy, are usually um, Lagosians, Lagos-born and what have you. Yeah. Okay. And who started AO? When did all ah. of this begin? <laughs> and with what purpose? To? Well, the um, the best person to answer such, I'll try to give you an answer, would be the Akinsiku of Lagos and the elders of the Aweadimu. Um, the Aweadimu is a conclave where the, um, the deities, the Orisha Adimu, um, is um, based. That's where it comes out from. That's the um, place where you have... They are the sole custodians of the Ayo Masquerade, the Adamorisha play. Now, they all belong to families. They're basically the um, um, Olorogun Agon family. They're white cap chiefs in Lagos. Olorogun Agon, Olorogun Igbeshodi. Um, and um, to an extent, you have the Olorumatebo um, family as well. So basically, you when you delve into it, then you have um, relationships, people like the Olumegmo family, different families, an extension of, but basically those families, the main families. Now, the Adamurisha itself, came in from Benin. 
So you would see that with those titles, they sound like Benin titles, Olorogun, um, Olorogun. And a lot of Lagos Island, you um, you might have heard the Oba of Lagos, um, Oba Akiolu, mentioned recently that Lagos, the Goshans are from, or Lagos was by the Benins. So uh, the Orisha came in from Benin. And... Um, I, I I might not be accurate with the dates now. If I had known, I'd have brought in my history books. But um, the first Ayo play was for the late Oba Akitoye. And usually what Ayo is used for these days is, uh, or has been used for over the years, is um, basically for the um, the death of kings, Usually, before someone else would be would could be said to have ascended the throne properly, he would have sponsored and performed the Ayo masquerade for the previous king, and it's also used for Lagosians or those who've been in Lagos who've done well, who are well known to the people of Lagos. Naturally, at times you hear Lagos is 50 or the president is visiting or the late Queen of England visited and we had Ayo masquerade in their honor. But each time you have that performance, whether it's for Nigeria becoming 60 years or what have you, there is a ceremonial corpse. You are burying someone. Now, the um, other part of it the um, carnival part of it that goes on and everyone sees is to celebrate whatever you're celebrating. But overnight and in the week um, preceding that, a funeral ritual, a final funeral ritual is occurring or has occurred. And then that brings you to the um, ceremonies of the Saturday or on the day and everyone is there. And, and, but a lot of the prayers and a lot of the um, uh, main traditional things would have taken place before that time. So strictly speaking, Eyo is a rite of passage, if I could put it that way, a rite of passage for the dead. Um, much like we have in Christendom, when we have All Saints Day or All Souls Day, you have something like that. But with Ayo, unlike um, with Ayo, unlike um, other what we call the Egun Masquerade, Ayo will is not seasonal. For instance, with the Egun Masquerade in Lagos, usually you know when it comes to August, for a month or so, they're out there yeah. yearly. Ayo is not that way. We could have one today and not have another in the next 10 years. You could have one today, have one next month, have one the month after. It depends. It's um, very difficult to stage. And um, I always joke that um, the Osha comes back to earth when he's ready to. No matter the money you have, no matter how much you want to stage it, you might not be able to stage it until the time is right. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess then Ayo is wholly tied to Yoruba religion. Well, yes, it's tied to Yoruba, Lagos, well, we must say Bini, 
as well, because that's where the Orishas are from, but Lagos Bini culture. Um, and as I said, uh, um, it's um, it's not a it's not a it's a we call it a play. It's not a play. It's um, it, it it's serious, and it has um, what it is used for. Interesting. Now, I'd like to go into the significance of certain things within AR, like wearing white and the red caps. But before that, you mentioned that you are the secretary of AR Dimu. Right. Yes, at the moment. Yes. So, are there different sects within AO? What exactly is? Yes. Um, basically, there, there, there's the um, there are five um, senior groups, as it were. You have the Orishas, and um, the Adam Orisha. For with the Orishas, you have Oshadimu, you have Oshan Oniko. You have Orisha Ologede and um, Alagere. Agere is the, pers- the one on stilts. You might have seen yes. on stilts. Um, um, Oniko, um, Rafia, Ologede, banana leaves. You understand? When you see the date itself, you know. And they all have, especially, um, of course, Adimu um, and... Um, Oniko and Ologede, especially those three, they have key roles to play um, in the whole process. Um, just to add that the it's called the Adamorisha play, but in the Adimu itself, even in that house, there is um, also the Orisha Oguro that hardly in this day and age, hardly ever comes out anymore. Um, um, Why is that? Um, I wouldn't know, um, but it is very, very um, difficult to um, to stage. Um, the, the last time Ogura was out was in the year 2000 for the late GBA Coca, wow. when um, the Ayo play was celebrated for him. And before that time, it was um, nineteen, maybe sixty-seven or so. So, who is privy to that information then as <laughs> to why that origin no, has not come out? Because, as I said, you see, um, the Akishiku of Lagos, together with the elders of Awadimu, are the custodians, and they all belong to about three families or so, and um, it is partly a family thing and we who come and participate in the ayo no matter how much we um rise in the hierarchy are just there to participate they own the um the entire thing they have the trademark they own the um the the adamorisha and, and the, um, i must say is. as well that when we talk we say that the oba of lagos is um, like a custodian of culture and everything, which is correct. For instance, the Adam Orisha will not stage, the families will not stage the area without getting Oba's consent and permission. In the same vein, if anyone comes together, say the family of um, a prominent family in Lagos, and they say, we want to have a 
or government wants to have air for one reason or the other, and they go to the Orbe of Lagos. The Orbe of Lagos will call the Akishiku, the family, and the families rather, and say to them, so, so, so person wants to do this. And they will go back and consult the oracle. And if it is doable, then they let him know. That is why I don't want to get involved in the politics of it. That is why I say that, strictly speaking, the families that own this thing are the custodians of their thing. But of course, the Oba of Lagos is a custodian of all culture. And um, things have to run through him. Interesting. So beyond the processions that happen at different times, um, what, what else do AOM members do? Well, basically, um, AOM, we always say, um, it's a celebration. By the time the AOM comes out, or the time they come out into the public, to the public on AOD, mostly Saturdays, it's a celebration. Everyone is celebrated. Um, in between um, the week before, the week preceding the AO, is usually on a Saturday. Um, well, I, I, um, I didn't tell you the entire uh, structure. Um, when I was saying that the Eyadimu Oniko Ologede Alagere, there is the Eyo Alakete Kupa. We call them Alakete Kupa or Kolaba. It is the traditional Eyo of the Oba of any reigning Oba of Lagos. So in Lagos, they will tell you that Laba, they are the ones who said the red, yes. red cap with a white um, symbol. In Yoruba, they call that white, the langa langa. So when you see them, you see the Oba of Lagos. And they usually process after, immediately after the Eyo Adimu, the Adamorisha. So that's where you see the hierarchy. You understand? Okay. So, uh-huh. now, then you now have about 50-something other groups, families, what have you, Olumegbon. Um, Kosoko, Elegushi, they all have AOs. Most of them have AOs. You name the White Cap Chief Family, uh, Obani Koro, they all have different groups. And you identify those groups with the various colors and caps. Wait, so every each group has a different... Yes. So it's not just the red and white caps. No, 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 no. The, the Adimu, for instance, is... Um, usually white and black or black and white. And it has what we call the moon and star. And uh, once they see that, they know anyone who participates or anyone in, on Lagos Island knows that that is the Osha Adimu coming. Those are his Ayo. Once they're around, that means the Osha is not far away. He's on his way. So I know you said that you didn't want to dive into the politics, but I think it's important to to get to, to find out what the real truth is behind this. A lot of people believe that AR, the group, has a lot of political influence. Is that true? Is there any political influence? <laughs> does the Pope have political influence? Of course he does. Yes, he does. Exactly. So you where you have an Ayo Adamorisha, 
and you have members there who are judges, commissioners, maybe past governors or what have you, then naturally they have um, they have um, political influence. Because you see, contrary to what a lot of people feel, thank God, um, ideas are changing. Um, the perspective is changing. In days gone by, a lot of people used to think that it was only hoodlums and touts who were involved in the Ayo masquerade. But um, in the Ayo masquerade now, you have a lot of Lagosians who are one, identifying with the Ayo groups of their families, and two, I mean, um, I come from family of priests and from the church, but uh, my mother's side were very much deeply involved in the Ayo Adimu. They're not members of the family there, but they're involved in the Ayo. And I went in through that um, route as well. And so, yes, we um, a lot of us are there. The first Ayo procession in Lagos was in February 1854. Over the years, Ayo processions have become more frequent, even though they're still rare. It's widely believed that the play has influenced parts of the annual Carnival of Brazil, which makes sense considering the extent of Yoruba influence in Brazil. So what about the do's and don'ts during the festival? Well, there are quite a few things to note. You take off your shoes, um, you have... um, um, Women are not expected to put on um, a head tie or scarf, except it's religious. Like you have some of the alajas and what have you. Even men as well, you're not meant to put on caps, things like that, except it is religious. Um, Same thing with shoes, slippers, um, things like that. You're not allowed to smoke. Um, cigarettes or cigars around the AO, or when they're coming, you put it, you put you take um, put it out. Um, you're usually not allowed to use umbrellas. Uh, anything that's a covering, anyway, you're usually not allowed to do that. Um, the um, motorcyclists are not allowed to come. Um, between the AOs, usually. Um, good thing most of them have been banned now from the island. Um, basically, now with the um, Orisha, especially the Orisha Dimu, um, you're not allowed to take pictures, to film. Um, now you see that um, things are slightly more liberal. There are many pictures of the Ayo Adimu um, out in public now. And that's because there have been times where we've been out without the Orisha. So at such times, the public generally know that, oh, it's a special kind of Ayo. The Orisha is not on the move. So we can take pictures of and what have you. But usually, if it is a full AO, a proper AO day, it is not safe to attempt to do that. Um, uh, they don't allow it. Um, I doubt if they will allow it in future. 
But that is um, left, as I said, to the families that own the deities. And just for clarity, the Akishiko, is that the head of all AO groups? Yes, yes. So um, who is currently serving in that position? The, the current um, Akishiku is, um, and I believe by God's special grace, he will be there for a long, long time, um, is Chief Adebola Dosumu. He's from the Dosumu family. He became Akishiku a few years ago. Um, um, his grandfather was also an Akishiku, or his was it grandfather or great great his grandparent. He, he's from that line anyway. The Akishiku before him was late Pa Ibikunle. He was from the Oloruguagon line. Um, so it rotates Pe- peacefully. It rotates between both those sides and um, as I said you have many families with different groups but those groups must be sanctioned and approved by the Awe Adimu and the head of the Awe Adimu is the Akishiku that's where it's it's, it's like a traditional council um, made up of members of family of, of the various families there and um, so even if you have your Eyo you have to, um, you're, you're not controlled, but you have your do's and don'ts being given to you by the Awe Adimu. They are the custodians, as I said. Yes. They will tell you what to do, when to come out, when not to come out, things like that. There are times where you punish um, individuals or groups if they err. So there's discipline. And um, as with everything, as with everything, I say this vis-a-vis the portrayal in the gangs of Lagos, as with everything in society at the moment, you have some people who take advantage of a good thing to do bad Bad things. And immediately we know that. We come against them and we punish them. They are reported to the Awe Adimu. They are summoned. Their leadership is summoned. And they are given fair hearing. What do uh, the punishments look like? It depends. It, it depends on what it is. If you're fighting, you're doing something and things like that, then it can go as far as being told that for the next day you play, you are not coming out. I don't know. It depends on what has been done. Understood. And um, at times you have to atone. You might have to, if you say cause problems in a particular area, you might have to go back to the area, pay for the damages, and talk to the elders in the community, apologize, things like that. Because we want Lagosians to continue to enjoy the Ayo masquerade. Because it's for the benefit of Lagosians when we're talking about traditionally and spiritually. It is for the benefit of Lagosians. So we want them to enjoy it. And you brought up the gangs of Lagos, and I think I, I should ask this. I mean, let's get straight to the point. Is AO <laughs> the first gang in Definitely Lagos? not. Definitely and not. You know, the funny thing is that um, when it occurred, I spoke to the um, screenwriter, or who, what should I say, the writer of the play. Um, someone got me to talk to him. We had a three-way conversation. And I said to him that it is... Um, artistic i said but what got to me 
was that sentence at the beginning of the film when he said the Ayo was the first gang. And he apologized and said to me that he actually inserted it in as an afterthought. And now that he realizes that, you know, it may, you know, because as I said to them, I said, look, it's artistic. Anyone watching it here would understand that that is not what Ayo is about. But that is for those who know Ayo. You're streaming live. I mean, not live. You're streaming around the world, over the internet. So the person watching from Brazil might not begin, might not understand that the culture of Lagos, that we, we have worked so hard, the Oba of Lagos, the governor and governments, various governments of Lagos that have worked so hard to sell to the world, might not understand that it isn't such. You understand what I'm saying? So that's, um, those are the little, little things that are there. But um, we are taking, we have taken immediate steps. Um, the Oba of Lagos too is taking steps. And the government of Lagos is taking steps. But we're taking steps to ensure that the real purpose, and that's why I accepted to come for this interview, the real purpose of what Ayo is about or is for, is out there and people understand it because the world is a global village now and we're going to ensure that um, within a few months anyone in the world wherever they are will know that there are certain families who own the Adamorisha and um, they're protecting their culture their tradition and their inheritance and that it is for this, that, that purpose. And um, I think the world will appreciate better when they understand what the Ayo Masquerade is all about. Shouldn't the Lagos state governments be taking steps to ensure that we tell our stories to the world in in a vast way and we're not relying we're not relying on film and screenwriters and producers to come forward and do that for us documentary films made by the state government on on Lagos and the cultures and traditions that we preserve shouldn't we be looking at pushing that rather than attacking arts that may have come with offense that I under, I can understand but I don't know. I just kind of feel like the government in this sense and AR itself can be doing more, especially with how much influence there is within AR and the sort of members in AR. <laughs> well, for instance, I sent you a short documentary and it shows what AR is about and everything. Um, it was recorded by one of our late members, um, Busola Holloway. And... Um, these are the sort of things that we should be pushing. You're right. Um, I think we took too long. We, um, we were caught napping, as it were. And um, as I said, the, um, the film Gangs of Lagos has um, helped. It's a wake-up call for us, for those of us who are now um, piloting 
affairs or directing affairs, we have to make sure very quickly, and as I, I said it's um, a few minutes ago, very quickly, that we let the world know what it is about, you know, the benefits, what it's used for, etc., etc. And um, I, I believe we'll do that, you know, we will. Uh, the next time we talk or so, you'll have um, <laughs> a clearer view about um, what it's for, especially if we are fortunate enough to have an AO play soon, sooner than later. Um, I'm not um, speculating that there'll be one, but I know that there are quite a few families who intend to um, have the AO play um, for departed members. Um, if it is possible, I'm sure the government will do even more than it has done in recent years to promote the whole fiesta, as it were, and um, to let um, people see that it is um, an avenue for tourism, to have people come into the country and um, to see. And just as we round up this conversation, you know, um, AR members were also very upset about the fact that, you know, in the <laughs> yes. film, people were depicted with yes. with guns. Um, no, I think there a lot of them who called me, um, basically one, because I'm a lawyer, and two, because I'm the current secretary. Um, they called and said, you know, this isn't AO. You should get an injunction. You should do this. You should do that. But of course... You know, passions were high, and um, I know the extent of the law and how far you can go. Look, we have many films. My favorite film, The Godfather. Yeah. In Godfather 2, you had um, an assassination um, in the context of the, um, of, uh, the Roman Catholics um, procession, the Roman Catholic procession of Corpus Christi, yeah. um, if you remember that. The man came on a horse during the car and shot someone. You know, so this happens. You have many films where you've had um, a priest, dis some uh, an assassin disguised as a priest and shooting. But what a lot of them are afraid of is that with the social problems we have at the present moment in Nigeria and also in Lagos State, that the film itself would have put terrible ideas into the minds of would-be um, culprits or... Makes sense. You understand. And then we get to um, face the, the music because at the end of the day, before um, Ayo is um, out on... The Ayo is out on the streets, the Akishiku usually has to sign an undertaking before the commission of police that everything will be peaceful oh. and calm, you know? So, so if it's someone does fair. that in your name... It's not, it's not fair yeah. on the Akishiku, <laughs> yeah. you know? So he is livid at the moment. He is very annoyed and um, quite understandably. But I believe that, um, as I said, we will utilize this opportunity, we will utilize this moment to make um, Ayo even stronger, to make the people appreciate the culture even better. It's a sensitive subject. Quite frankly, most things are once they touch on religions or traditions that some people preserve very tightly. But this opens up a wide discussion on the role of film in society. 
I mean, should movies and series have to be conscious about certain statements scripted in? Personally, I don't know. I don't think it's the role of film to do that, and I do think putting your own factual content out there, like this conversation, or documentaries, you name it, is important if you feel perceptions on you may be skewed by fiction. At the same time, I understand the sensitivities, which is why I wanted to put this conversation out there. There's a lot that I learned on AR, and I hope you found it informative too.